Welcome to the Predictable Podcast. Today is August 13th. I am your host, Tyler. Joining me is my longtime friend, my co-host, Chris. How you doing this morning, man? You know, Tyler, if I was having a better Saturday, I would be lying. I'm sitting here with some iced coffee, looking out the window. I don't know about you, but had an amazing rainstorm last night. So Saturday's been fantastic. We're looking down the pipeline of some preseason football, getting into the regular season in a couple weeks. I can't be any better, man. That's good to hear. You know, I didn't uh, get any of that rain, but uh, I saw the flooding up by you. I know my mom's up there, too. She sent me a lot of videos. Um, so that was good. It's a good Saturday to start for sure. You know, we got some games later on, um, but just welcoming in everybody. You know, Chris and I grew up in Phoenix, you know. And ever since we we're, what, nine, ten years old, mm-hmm. uh, been hyper competitive against each other, you know, always trying to win, uh, always trying to prove that we're right. And, you know, here we are 20 years later, nothing's changed, uh, not able to do all the football and everything. But, you know, we still talk about it every day, probably spend the majority of our day debating, discussing our takes. Um, our biggest issue, though, is that we never agree. Yeah, yeah, we we, we surely never agree on just about anything here. Uh, You know, we want to tell the ladies and gentlemen out there listening right now, if you have one of those friends where it doesn't even matter if they're right or wrong, you just got to make sure that they know they're wrong. This is exactly what we're talking about here. Uh, You know, we go head to head on pretty much everything that we can here. So if you uh, like the content, listen to what you're uh, hearing, kick back, put your feet up, get something cold to drink, uh, hit that like button, smash that subscribe button, help us out, uh, get us out more out there to uh, more fans, people listening for some uh, for some predictable podcasts. Yeah, we got a few topics lined up today. You know, we're going to discuss our uh, division winners, um, maybe some key trades that happened this offseason, see if we're going to um, see if they'll impact the team at all, see if it's worth the trade. And, um, you know, you're a huge Ravens fan. I'm a huge Steelers fan. I think that's where all this hostility comes from. Always Absolutely. <laughs> So, Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> Any of those football fans out there that have been watching, I think everyone knows about the rivalry between Pittsburgh oh, and yeah. uh, uh, Baltimore, the Ravens. Uh, it's been such a great thing. Actually, we were just taking a look over some of the stats there. We are so ridiculously close. Obviously, in the Lamar Jackson era here, it's been a little bit more turbulent. But as Big Ben has been removed, we are looking at the dark ages once again for Pittsburgh. So uh, with all that being said, I know we wanted to talk about some divisional winners today. So wanted to uh, look into the future here, take a look at some of the teams uh, I know the AFC is so ridiculously stacked with teams, and the NFC has a couple uh, home run hitters is what I'm going to call them because I think it's going to be an easy slide for the NFC in some of that division this year. So without that being said, uh, Tyler, if you want to talk about with a uh, first divisional winner, tee it up for me here. Yeah, let's hop into it. Um, we'll start with our division, the AFC North. Uh, you know, we got Baltimore, Cleveland, Pittsburgh, Cincinnati. As much as I hate to say it, I think – Baltimore wins it this year. I think they recover from finishing last last year. Um, but I do believe that was due to a bunch of injuries. Uh, you guys, again, most of your, your roster back, J.K. Dobbins off the pup list. You know, that's big for you guys. Gus Edwards still has some time to come back. Um, you know, you lost Hollywood Brown in trade, but ultimately uh, looks like your defense is going to be the key, which which I think was your weakness last year, again, to injuries, but you're missing your corners, missing safeties all over. You're getting those guys back. You drafted Kyle Hamilton, um, you know, very highly, you know, anticipated um, safety. I think that's going to help you guys over top. 
Pittsburgh, you know, they're my team, but I, I just don't know if I can trust in the quarterback game yet. I got to see it mm-hmm. first. I'm a mm-hmm. big you believer. Gotta, you got to prove it. There. Well, although I will say this, Mike Tomlin, though, I will say this, uh, you know, I, I know that we said we were hyper competitive and this is actually sounding like we're having a pillow fight over here, but I got to give Mike Tomlin some credit where it's due. We know that your guys is um, uh, your team is obviously going through transitions, as I said earlier, at quarterback with Big Ben retiring from a obviously a Hall of Fame career. Uh, and we look at the, the three remaining quarterbacks being Mitch Trubisky, Mason Rudolph, the long tenured backup. And then along with that, obviously, is your number one rookie draft pick, Kenny Pickett uh, from Pitt. Uh, you know, I think we can I think we can all agree from what we've seen, from what we've heard with Kenny Pickett. Uh, you know, it's too early to tell. Right. You know, it's the guy's got to get a lot of first round snaps. We got to see him in live game. Uh, but he was the most complete uh, quarterback in the draft, I do believe. So, you know, when we even looked at Malik. Uh, leak over at the titans when they played baltimore you know you can really kind of see that he he's still in the developmental phase uh you know mason rudolph has been your long tenured guy right and i think mike tomlin is so good at kind of like pairing he's being, nice. He's being, he, nice, he's being nice yeah yeah exactly he's being nice i think you guys brought mitch over for trubisky for like a reason right there's no point in having him come over if mason rudolph is the guy and i think it's just as simple as that but uh you know he's he's left it pretty clear i think you know and uh not to hate on all the bears fans and the nfc fans out there but you know you look at matt Nagy when you have you know uh even mitch trubisky there and even justin fields now and bring in andy dalton or you know in miami with tua and fitzpatrick a couple of years ago it's like hey who's starting who's not so I really give Mike Tomlin and the Steelers a lot of credit in saying like, hey, you know, our first round draft pick is he I don't think he's ever was the clear one. Right. Like he was never going to no. come in and, and be the. Yeah, that's I mean, that's also why you got Mitch. So I think it's good for a team, good for a coach to kind of come in and say like, you know, hey, it's OK for you to sit for the year, much like they did with, you know, Lamar Jackson, I believe, got. What, he came in week 11, I think yeah, is what it was. Nine, and 10 games or something. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then, you know, uh, Patrick Mahomes obviously got the, the year behind Alex Smith. The intention was for Justin Herbert to sit behind Tyrod Taylor, uh, as we remember. Got, what happened uh, there. got a needle in the lung. <laughs> yep. A little bit of a needle in the lung. Yeah. From the Chargers uh, health staff there. So, you know, it's been really interesting to see these, you know, kind of that come back around because we had so much of the, uh, you know, the what is it the baker mayfields and the kyler murray's like hey you're number one you're coming in you're playing this year so you know, see there's a lot of credit for that you know like as much as i don't want to as much as i think we will see a bit of a regression in the offense um you have tj watt so yeah tj exactly. <laughs> watt and that's and that's enough we, we've seen the steelers without ben you know that doesn't look pretty but that defense can still carry us through so as long as we can do that this year i think you know we're not going to be a pushover by any means, but I still do need to see that quarterback play. Luckily today, they play the Seahawks. Hopefully, whoever, it sounds like all three quarterbacks are going to get a shot. Um, you know, I'm excited to see what they what they can do. Mm-hmm. And I'll reevaluate after that. You know, I've seen the <laughs> I, camp I, highlights. I think you're going to be pleasantly, uh, you know, surprised a little bit more. Uh with how they actually turn out, with how they look, again, I think good organization, good GM, uh, good coach, good, you know, good front offense, uh, front, uh, front office. And, uh, you know, you guys got a lot of talented players on there, a lot of young talent on there. So I don't I don't think it's going to be a pushover by any means. I do think that, you know, maybe longevity wise or long term winning 10, 11, 12 games is, is a little bit tougher. Uh, but I definitely think that that defense can shut people down. Uh, without question, and they've shown it, it happened, a million times. It happened you know? before, exactly. Exactly, it happens before. before, and you know. And, and as I think about the uh, think about defense, and I know we'll talk about this a little bit later on as well with just some upcoming players. But I think uh, I think the safety over in Cincinnati, uh, you know, and as he's transitioning and trying to hold out for some more cash, 
I, I think that's kind of a funny thing. Cincinnati to me is a is still a very deadly, very balanced team. Uh, you know, obviously Joe Burrow at the helm there, when Joe Mixon in the back. Uh, the the they remind me of very like uh, very Pittsburgh esque, where they have these young, talented, big wide receivers. The youngest guys out here are the biggest guys out here. And they're also the fastest guys out here. So, I mean, like, just like Pittsburgh, when we're looking at like a Chase Claypool, obviously you did the addition of George Pickens, Deontay Johnson getting his contract and being there for, you know, at least two more years, which. That's great. You know, that's huge. Well, great. great yeah, contract that's, I, for I think us. that's, we yeah, I think it's a great contract for the organization. I think it's good yep. for him to showcase, get some cash and then, you know, maybe hit a big, big contract on the next two years. It's definitely an interesting one from what we've seen, I think in the market, but you know, we'll touch on that a little bit later. Uh, you know, Cincinnati's got T Higgins over there, Tyler Boyd, obviously Jamar chase coming up with just a massive, massive year. I think he led in receptions with 20 plus yards. Obviously we saw it with our, with the eye test as I like to call it. I mean, he, he, he really was just a superstar, had a phenomenal year. So, you know, when I think about Cincinnati and I know we've talked about like Super Bowls right because I, I really do believe that defenses win Super Bowls and you know when Patrick Mahomes lost to Tampa Bay when um Joe Burrow lost to the Rams last year you know who was winning those games it was the defensive lineman you know Aaron Absolutely. Donald ring me baby ring me you know he's chasing <laughs> Joe Burrow down sacked him like how many times yeah and then on the final play he wins it all right and so I when I think about Cincinnati I think about well they're balanced at the wide receiver position. They have a great running back. I think, you know, if he stays healthy, he, he's productive enough to where Joe Mixon is, is good. You know, he does well enough. Joe Burrow, obviously, I think speaks for himself, um, you know, coming into year three here. And so I think if we can, if, 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 I think if we can get them an offensive line, which I think that they tried to pair pretty well, uh, it could be, it could be good. They could be very, very deadly. And I think one of the things that people are forgetting about, and this could just be because it's a trickle down effect of, of Baltimore. Is they got he's the sleeper, bro. They got Hayden Hurst. They got him. For, I believe it was in Atlanta last, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Uh, Austin so. Hooper moved over to the Browns, and then Hayden Hurst went over to uh, Atlanta, and then obviously with the addition of Kyle Pitts, obviously pretty clear. Um, so, so that was that was a pretty clear win. Um, I think for them, Hayden Hurst is sneaky fast. He's still young. He's healthy. Uh, if they didn't have Kyle Pitts, I still believe he would be over in Atlanta. So I think that's going to be really good. C.J. Uzama. <laughs> If that's the name, uh, I think I, I think I remember him from a couple games. He had a big splash, and then the tickle thing happened. The Jets came in; they paid him a lot of money, uh, and he's going to try and work off a large injury and be successful over there. So, yeah, that's kind of where I'm in Cincinnati. How are you feeling about the Joe Burrow uh, experience? Is what I'm going to call it. I I just know historically teams that lose in the Super Bowl have a a pretty big regression the year following. Um, you know, I'm pretty analytical. I'm a history kind of prove it guy. So I, I, I saw Cincinnati and they did impress me last year. But I think they kind of like Baltimore 2019 with Lamar Jackson, like kind of shocked, you know, surprised the NFL with how fast they were and how, you know, in tune they were with each other. I think uh, defenses are really going to prepare for that this year. Um, I still think they can get it done. You know, T. Higgins, Boyd, you know, still good supporting receivers. Mixon's still a good running back. They improve the offensive line. Defense is okay. I like the coach. But I I just don't know if I can give them the pass that they are this powerhouse team after just one year. I've seen it before, you know, like, you know, there's certain teams that just go out there and just, you know, again, to your Ravens, I, I think they're a good team. But since 2019, you know, I, I just wasn't, they're, they're still a powerhouse team, this and that, but they are beatable. There are certain teams in the NFL that I don't think are really – they're beatable. 
I just think they're much tougher than maybe a Baltimore or Cincinnati. And, you know, and I might be proved wrong this year. You know, Cincinnati could definitely come out and lead the division again. Um, I I just don't think. Yeah, I think I, I think they... we're on the cusp. I think Joe Burrow, and I'm going out of limb here, and I'm I'm sure people are going to absolutely rip me apart in the comments field for this. I do believe that Joe Burrow really is the second coming of Aaron Rodgers. He is 2.0. Oh, wow. You know, when you look at his his stats as a rookie, the completions, the touchdowns, the lack of interceptions was insane. I think he threw for like 2,600 yards in 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 the year 2020, and he only played. A handful of games before he got hurt. So I mean, like that's that's an insane amount, uh, you know. And then obviously last year with his huge Super Bowl year, he was like forty six hundred plus yards, thirty some odd touchdowns, and only I think like twelve or fourteen interceptions. So I mean, just an incredible player. So I, I think with that wide receiving core, if he can stay healthy, if he keeps that offensive line, I think he's just I think it's going to be a career and a half for him. I think he's a winner. So with all that being said, you know we've spoke so much about the AFC North, obviously excluding the Browns. Thank goodness. Uh, and Deshaun Watson for we right now, but we saw that preseason game. Yeah. I know exactly. Okay. There's a lot going on with the Browns here, but you know when we think about the divisions, right? We have eight divisions: four in the AFC, four in the NFC. Uh, you know when we think about the AFC North being Baltimore, the Cincinnati Bengals, the Pittsburgh Steelers, and the Cleveland Browns. Where are we ranking those, Tyler? How are you feeling about those? I know that we're kind of on pace with Baltimore. I feel like, but where are the other ones trickling in there? Where are you, where are you feeling them? Again, kind of hard for me with the whole, you know, Cincinnati needs to prove it. But, you know, I'm sick right. of the disrespect for the Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> but that's year after year. That's all right. Yeah, um, exa exactly. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I think Baltimore takes the number one seat here with J.K. coming off the pup list. Uh, if he if he is ready week one, I mean, even if he's ready early weeks, right, we're looking down the barrel of a couple starter games here, obviously with the Jets starting in one. I don't think it's a pushover, but I do think that, you know, we're starting off a little easier than going into Cincinnati or, you know, playing Cincinnati. So um, I'll go Baltimore one. Uh, I'm going to stick to my guns on Cincinnati. I honestly I think the the I think the top three positions or uh, rankings in this division are really kind of interchangeable. I'm going to go with Baltimore 1, Cincinnati 2, Pittsburgh 3, and Cleveland 4, just like you. Uh, normally we would be arguing about this, but I think it's just kind of, we don't, Cleveland is, looks like a, uh, looks like Cleveland, right? And then yep. Pittsburgh is for the first time in don't sleep on us. 15, 16, 18, how long has Ben been there? For for, for way too long. You know, it's the, here, yeah. It's, I've been calling for retirement for years. <laughs> it's the first look without him, so I think any hesitancy is, is, is right on par. You know, we're following up with a Super Bowl guy and then a 2019 unanimous MVP. Uh, keep in mind, Baltimore was running the division uh, and the AFC up until Lamar was injured. So I, I do think with the people coming back, with the additions of the draft, I think we got a good idea there. So, you know, shifting Absolutely. gears uh, in the AFC there as well. I want to make sure we talk about the AFC South. So we got a buddy, Tyler and I have a friend, a uh, big Titans fan there. Uh, so we love to give him just so much shit about his division and how easy it must be to play with the Jaguars and the Texans. Um, unfortunately, now be with Jonathan Taylor's arrival. Derrick Henry may not be the number one guy rushing in the AFC South, which is crazy to think someone could dethrone the king. So let's talk a little AFC South. Talk to me. So... Our buddy, yep, I think he's actually going to be happy to hear. I do actually have Tennessee winning this division. Um, you know, Ooh. we saw we saw what Derrick Henry was doing before. You know, we'll throw out week one. He looked like he had fallen off. But week every week after that, the dude was running like he's never run before. He is. Uh, he's, I mean, he's a monster. <laughs> yep. Obviously, the injury is a concern. I know they lost A.J. Brown. 
However, they uh, they made that trade and got Traylon Burks, who they really believe in. Um, there's all those negative reports about how he can't finish camp and all those other things. But I uh, I personally think he's going to fit in seamlessly. I don't I don't think we're going to. He looks much good. Yeah. In some I, of the I, in some of the camp I've seen, he looks he looks good, and uh, his size is good. His route running looks good. His hands seem good. Yeah, the conditioning, the asthma, obviously, is a part of it. But again, I think He'll that, work through that with some I think a billion dollar corporation organization, someone like the Titans, Mike Vrabel, the, you know, these the, the the people running the organization are smart enough to to, uh, you know, work with that and be able to, uh, you know, pretty much conquer that. I a little differ a little bit here for you. So I want to hear I kind of want to hear your top four. I, I know I haven't seen your yeah, AFC just... South stuff yet. Yeah. Let me know about them because I kind of want to see where I differ from you here. I think we might have a couple of. Uh, opposing ideas here yeah so like i said tennessee i got winning the division like you said houston jacksonville i know they're saying jacksonville trevor lawrence looking great i don't believe it i said last year i think he's going to be a bust not necessarily because of the talent necessarily i just don't believe anyone landing on jacksonville is going to be able to have a successful career it's just not um, enough time right not enough time nope. to pick themselves out of the I, last year was one of the worst things happening with urban meyer the urban meyer experience so yep. i mean like how could you next year be i, I think Tebow it looks better. being your tight end during exactly camp. exactly so who's landing two i got india at two I, I, I do i do believe in uh jonathan taylor um i think he is a younger derrick henry i think he has the capability of being derrick henry one day however the king is still in his division and he needs to know his place so you ready so, for this? You ready for this? In, 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 the, in the thoughts with the Colts. So I, I have the Colts number one. I think they take the division here for a couple reasons. Tennessee to me has missed too many pieces. I think Tannehill is starting to struggle if he has to put it on his back. And then, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to tell you one of the two main stats now for running backs, or excuse me, the top one that I have the most believe in, belief in after what happened to Derrick Henry last year. If your running back gets to the ripe age of 27 they will have an injury or start trending down i know it sounds crazy i know you're probably sitting there thinking yourself not a chance at all this is what's happening though when we take a look back on this who who were those people tyler as i'm thinking about that shifting gears here it was derrick henry at 27 Ezekiel elliott before 27 obviously jk dobbins got hurt before 27 who else was on there cmc at 27 uh, got, Dalvin, Dalvin Cook Dalvin is, Cook is the, this year, right? So we uh, get a chance to kind of was his birthday. So, so we'll see I if the love, continues. Yeah, I love me some Dalvin Cook for fantasy. I love watching him. He's a phenomenal player. But my God, I'm praying he does not get hurt this year to break this spell. But Derrick Henry last year at the age of 27, after having a phenomenal career of being healthy, gets hurt, and this is the back half of the year. So it is an absolute crazy stat. But we will see if that kind of continues on. So yeah, I'm right with you. The Colts. Uh, I think. What about third and fourth? Where are you going here? Okay, yeah. So so the Colts are going to be one. I'm going to just flip flop. Tennessee at two. I believe that. Yep. Okay. Makes sense. Three. I'm, I, 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 I am going to put three at Jacksonville, and the only reason I think they kind of get a default number three is simply because Houston is a bigger tire fire than Give Jacksonville. Give me five players on the Texans. Oh, Lord. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's one of the teams that is crazy. So let's see here. So I do know Davis Mills. Obviously, yep. Brandon Cooks is still there. Yep. And enter any other name, and I'll probably say he might be. 
Now I know Lovey Smith is the coach over there, but this is yep. really this is really the problem with Houston, I believe, is that you know, like not necessarily people knowing or not knowing the you know the the people on the teams or not, but I it, it's you have no one over there, no no no, no, no supporting cast, right? It's not even having a superstar. It's like you don't even have anyone like I'd have to go back and look, but I, they did the top one hundred. Did a few? Did a Houston player fall in the top one hundred? I I would doubt it, and if it is somebody, you know, a lineman or exactly, it would only be. I would say it would be Brandon Cooks, honestly, because he's such a sleeper. Like people think, really, he is. I believe underrated, at least in the fantasy world as well. For, for those who play fantasy out there, Brandon Cooks, oddly enough, go look at it where he lands every single year. He's like a top ten, top twelve wide receiver every year in fantasy. It's, but he's the only one over there catching the ball, so it's, it always makes me laugh. But right. Uh, so yeah, I have the Colts, Tennessee, Jacksonville, Houston. I think the Colts with Matt Ryan could potentially be. Kind of a Denver 2.0 home, except almost reverse. Matt Matt Ryan is coming from a a, a, a poor supported cast, a beatdown division. Tom Brady has gone over there, and they live under the shadow of him now. After Tom Brady came back and already beat Matt Ryan in a Super Bowl, so disrespectfully. So I think Matt Ryan leaving the division, going to a phenomenal offensive line, giving someone the ability to hand the ball off and then be able to win the game, being Jonathan Taylor in the backfield. You know. Then we also take a look. Michael Pittman looks to make a huge jump this year. And the defense is phenomenal. I think the defense is phenomenal. Great set of linebackers over there. DeForest Buckner up front. They have, uh, I think it's, uh, who's the corner there? The slot corner. Kenny Moore, I want to say his name, but I could be wrong. <laughs> they have a great, great setup, though. Just a, just a great, great setup. And then actually, if, I, if I'm not wrong here, where'd Stephon Gilmore go? I believe he's in. Is he a Colt? He was a Colt Carolina. Yeah, yeah. I was like, he, I thought he was in Carolina. But he's a, I he, I'm pretty sure he's a he's a Colt nowadays because I saw him make a play. I believe in. Uh, gosh, it might have been like a. I don't even know if he was in like a mini camp or something, but I'm pretty sure it was. He was a Colt. Yeah. So, so I think adding, you know, he's a little older. Sure, has had some injuries. Yeah, but I mean, he's a ball hawk through and through, and that's just a mental thing that you can't get over. But yeah, so AFC South. I think we've got locked up. Who did you have for your three and the four? Are you going Jacksonville, Houston, or you think Davis Mills? I, I'm, I'm with that? you there. The only way I differ with you is Tennessee winning the division. Um, I just see some of these pieces. You know, everyone's you know, so distraught that AJ Brown's gone. You know, I think he is a great receiver, but like I said, I think they're replacing him. Derrick Henry's going to come back healthy. I think they're going to look kind of just like they did last year without mm-hmm. the loss yep. of Derrick Henry. That's what I'm giving them slight edge. Yeah, yeah, I think it could go either way on that one. I, I do think that'll be a, a, a great thing, but I, I'm so excited. I can't wait to see Matt Ryan. I'm not usually a huge fan of his, but I think we give much like a Russell Wilson and all the people that go to Denver on like those last stretch of their, you know, of their careers. Matt Ryan. Well, we'll, 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 we'll get there. We'll, we'll get, definitely get we'll, there. We'll so get, we'll get we'll there see if Matt Ryan, in a second. I'm saying but, Matt Ryan, I think, is going to get that, though. He's going to go to get a supporting oh yeah. cast. He doesn't have to win anymore. So I think that – and the division isn't – he's not the worst in the division anymore. So I think I think that's where we're going to be able to see someone like that shine where he actually has time in the pocket, people who are actually catching the ball, and the ability to hand it off and let them run. So I think that will be good for him. So that's what uh, shifting for. gears over to the AFC East, uh, cool. I think this one probably – this one probably is – I'm going to say – one of the easier ones, at least in my opinion. I know that we keep the Bills pretty high up there, but the Bills, the Dolphins, the Patriots, the Jets. I'm not sure if I just said it in order or not, but uh, as I'm taking a look, who do you, who do you got here for the for the AFC uh, East? I mean, you nailed it, honestly. Um, <laughs> I wondered. I had I had Buffalo as my Super Bowl champion last year. I have them winning the Super Bowl this year. They lost mm-hmm. because of a coin toss, you know. Um, I think 
they are a very hungry team. They are on a mission to prove they are the best team in the NFL. They are yeah. trying to be that new Kansas City, the new Patriots, the new dynasty, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. They get so close. They got the talent, uh, both sides of the ball, the coaching, you know, um, Josh Allen has taken huge leaps from his first two years to become yeah, the mechanics in his throw have just gotten better, right? Like his ability just to pass. Like <laughs> the, the, he he is my vote for best quarterback in the league. Not wow. Patrick Mahomes. Wow. You know, it's uh And I that's overall he, quarterback, right? Not just like his accuracy or whatever. It's because he's yeah, ability no, to run, he, he's got an arm, yeah. He he just has this ability that I think you need in a game winner, a quarterback, a guy that can you know, we, we obviously all you say, huh? A yeah. driven stat, just a winner. Okay, I get it. He's just I a get winner. It. You know, I love my stats, but you know, if you do look at the stats too, they also look really good. But so with the so with the Bills, you know, we take a look down. I think I'd said Dolphins, Patriots, Jets, but I know the Dolphins and Patriots may be able to argue either which way. But did you have Dolphins? Or are you are you thinking Patriots coming up for two? So this is this is where I struggle with talent versus. Coaching and I I don't know. So I I, I do have I have Miami finishing second, but I don't I don't know if I believe all the hype that Tyreek Hill saying that two is the most accurate quarterback and all this crazy nonsense. Yeah. Leaving Patrick Mahomes, I I think that just being a good teammate and everything, he's stuck in Miami now. You know that's that is what it is. A hell of a teammate. That was a hell of a teammate saying that stuff about you know he's as good as Roger better on the Patrick Mahomes. Okay, I'm assuming they probably don't hang out anymore if they do at all. Yeah, I was gonna say he is Kermit the Frog ass was left on the curb and he left. I think that's yeah. I think it's a little bit. uh, I think it's a little bit of being a good teammate as well. I'm I'm him and Han on that too. I really do think the Dolphins will take it as well. I think. This is, again, going to be something where, look, a coach is a huge piece of it. Let's not beat around that bush. The problem with Bill Belichick, though, is now is is that, like, for the first time in a long time with the reports about, like, the offensive and defensive coordinator and who's making calls, and it's kind of like this big question mark. You know, some people are even I, saying, I like, oh, maybe. we've never seen before. Exactly. Like, yeah, that's, and that's, yeah, that's what I'm hearing, too, is, like, people are saying, like, oh, well, that maybe this is going to be, like, the new norm. Maybe Bill Belichick is doing something that no one thought of and, who, you know, multiple people can play call, you know, play call. And I think, I think there could be some truth to that. I think, you know, Bill Belichick is a genius in, in, in his own right for, for coaching. But, like, I think the hard part now is, is that even great coaches struggle when they don't have great talent right they're not the ones throwing or catching or running or blocking or anything else so although a coach is highly impactful and very important they're not the ones playing you know what i mean and i think you see that with so many coaches around the league even if you look way back in time you know even back to like the niners day with joe montana and things like that like pete carroll was a losing coach in the nfl left came back losing record got russell wilson and Bingo, right. bango, he's been – yeah, exactly. And it, same thing with Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. Same thing for some – most of the time with Tomlin and, and Big Ben. Obviously, he still has you know done other things with different quarterbacks, so they're still good coaches. But I think the players come in. So with that being said, I'm going to say uh, Miami number two as well. I'm with you. I think that the talent pool is just going to be deep enough that it will be able to drown the Patriots in lack of talent. You know, hey, we brought over Devontae Parker. That's just not going to be enough. You know what I mean? I think right. I think the the Bills will easily take one. Um, I'm right with you. I think Stephon Diggs. I think the addition of James Cook in the draft and them trying to again commit to a running game or at least set one is big. So I think again they're they're looking at the right pieces to add. Josh Allen 
same thing. Uh, I, I think he'll be an MVP candidate. I think a big, big, big year out of him as well. Um, not totally sold on Super Bowl yet, though, with him, but very, very close. So, yeah, I'm with you on Buffalo. I'm with you on Miami. I'm jumping into New England next on that, too, on the third. And and partially of that is almost a default pick, right? I, I think the Jets are just aren't there yet. I think nope. New England, I think New England still, that's where the coaching can outweigh them. Because New England or the Jets, the New York Jets just don't have the talent there yet. Zach Wilson is a big question mark. Um, Elijah Moore is still looking Possible for a big year. Serious injury too with uh, yep, Zach yep. Wilson. You are so right. Yeah, with last that, night's preseason. Yep. That, so that that train could already be derailed before the season starts. Um, yeah, and I I think people underestimate too. It's like when people say a high ankle sprain or like a bone bruise, people think oh well, like they can like play through that. No, you can't. That, so that could uh, be that could be a few weeks, a couple uh, months. Exactly. Yep. On the severity of it and then how how fast they recover onto it. And then I know with him as well, they were looking at, I think, like a meniscus or something on there as of this morning reports. So yeah. uh, he's getting an MRI. You know, obviously, as much as we are AFC fans and we're football fans, obviously, we'd never want any of these athletes to get hurt for something silly like that. You know, this is their livelihood. This is how they provide for their family, plus entertain all of us. So as much as I would love to just trump the Jets in week one as a Baltimore Ravens fan, uh, we <laughs> hope Zach Wilson obviously doesn't have any longstanding injuries. So, yep. And what about the uh, AFC West? I, I, I think we're going to have some uh, differing opinions in this one. This is a possibly, probably the best division in the NFL. Um, so I'll let you go, but let's hear let's hear who you think is winning this division. I uh, I think I'm I think I'm going to set a new trend on this one here. I'm going with the Broncos. You're wild. Uh, yep, <laughs> yep. I'm diving. <laughs> I'm, I'm diving both feet in on this one. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Broncos here for a couple of reasons. This is the this is the organization that does it, right? So this is the organization that revamps careers. Uh, this is also I, I think uh, I'm gonna put a small disclaimer on this because I don't want to be on the fence. I do want to be decisive with my decision here. I'm gonna put the small disclaimer on this. If injury Broncos happens again, and again I think I was talking about this with the Matt Ryan thing. Russell Wilson to me is a high caliber quarterback that can still win a Super Bowl or be very 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 competitive when he doesn't have to be the guy to carry it 24-7, 17 weeks. So, much like Matt Ryan, I think we're going to see a rebirth of Russell Wilson. I think if the line protection is good for him, he can hand it off to Javante Williams. They have, again, they are, again, I think a little less than Pittsburgh and Cincinnati, but they had a trio of wide receivers that are phenomenal for their— Are they? They are. Yeah, I think they are. I think the talent is definitely there. They they were riddly, uh, injury riddled early on last year. We uh, But I think that the talent where Jerry Judy's coming from, I think Cam Sutton being the leader there over a thousand plus yards, Portland. even with injuries, uh, excuse me, Cortland Sutton. Uh, and then on top of that, too, they have Teddy. They had Teddy two gloves, too. So, I mean, like it's I think the talent for them is going to get better as well. I think the defense is really, really good. Bradley Chubb is awesome over there. Justin Simmons at the safety position. I think Patrick Sertain uh, was a phenomenal pick for them as well. So, yeah, I do think that they're going to be there. I'm going to put number two is the Chiefs. And I think that's I think that for me, the only reason I'm really doing that. And that's kind of the the thing about not only the Broncos injuries, but. Patrick Mahomes is so very deadly. Uh, he's a great quarterback. There's no thing there. I think they lack of a running game. I, I'm pretty sure some of their offensive line is still pretty banged up right now, and they're not even practicing, so it's it's not it's not a great look for them either. So I think the running back is going to struggle still a little bit, which means he's got to throw it. Assuming they shut Travis Kelsey down, we've just got we've just got so many 
question marks still. We've got Juju coming in, uh, Sky Moore coming in from the draft, Tyreek Hill obviously leaving and going to Miami. So a lot of questions around the Chiefs still for me. I think they're a powerhouse team. Andy Reid's a phenomenal coach. I think they have a great organization. But in terms of this power ranking AFC West, I'm going with the Chiefs at two. And at three, I'm going to slide in. This is this is probably the most interchangeable for me. I'm going to go Chargers at three, Raiders at four, and I'm going to tell you why, okay? The Chargers, if they don't make any clock management issues, I think that the roster, the boasted roster they have, if they stay healthy, is going to be absolutely insane. I don't think there's any questions about Justin Herbert. I don't think Austin Eckler, there's any questions there. The offensive line is phenomenal. The defensive line is phenomenal. The secondary is phenomenal. They are absolutely stacked on paper so short of the browns having the best roster a couple years ago they should be able to be pretty good i still think they're going to run into problems with just having experience going against patrick mahomes and Andy Reid, who have been to super bowls who have won these big games and then on top of it with the broncos you've still got russell wilson at the helm who's been there who's ran these things and i think you still have a really young exciting defense over there in the broncos too uh which just put the raiders at four which is kind of sad for me i think honestly if they do land four I think they're probably – I agree. But <laughs> the the thing about them is is that I don't know – Derek Carr might be the worst quarterback in the in the division. And that's not to say that he's a good – or a, excuse me, a bad quarterback by any means. He may be the best quarterback in multiple other divisions. But in this division, with this setup, with these rosters, with these coaches, with the stability – of the Chiefs and and the Chargers and such, and the Raiders having just craziness the last couple of years, and and also Darren Waller now looks like he's going to have a little iffy here to start the year as well. Um, I'm going to put the I'm going to put the Raiders four. So I'm going to I'm going to go Broncos, Chiefs, Chargers, Raiders. What do you, what do you got for me? Well, I will tell you, I am not a believer in Denver. <laughs> I <laughs> I um again, I I need I need someone to prove it. I need someone to show it. I think Russell Wilson is still a very good player. However, in this division, I'm taking talent. I'm taking youth. I'm taking, again, that hungriness to prove that they're somebody. So I'm actually going the Chargers win in this division. Oh, okay. I was curious to know if that was going to be a thing. That's I, a, uh, that's a, I, I think that's as bold as picking the Broncos. I, I it definitely, you know, could be. I, I think Justin Herbert, Soon, I don't know. With Josh Allen, I already told you, I think he's the best quarterback. But I think Justin Herbert is a close second. I believe, it, I believe in this kid. Um, I mean, he had no rev-up time at all. He, he came in after that freaking injury to Tyrod Taylor in week two and, you know, hit the ground running. The dude's been great. He's got all the talent around him on both sides of the ball. Um, I like the their play calls. I love the coaching. I, I love their aggressiveness. However, it's a double-edged sword. I think that's why they lost most of their games last year. You know, fourth downs and your own, you know, your own 50. And some of these things where I get it. You want to you wanna score points, right? You want to beat these teams down. However, you got to think about your defense, too. You can't just be like, you know, we can rely on our defense. You know, that, that's, a, that's a tough thing to do over and over if you don't convert on those fourth downs. So if they figure some of that stuff out where they can actually or where they should actually go for it and where they should actually punt the ball, I think they're going to have better game management this year. 
Um, like I said, talent, mm-hmm. I, I don't think there's any question there. I, Eckler's a top running back. Herbert's a top quarterback. you got Keenan Allen who's proven and been proven year after year. Mike Williams, if he can stay healthy, the dude's a burner down the side. He's a tall dude. He's going to catch every ball. The problem is him coming down. The dude doesn't know yeah, how to land. Yeah, staying healthy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that man breaks more hips in the end zone than I don't Absolutely. know about anyone else. He's too, he's too big to be up there coming down like that. But big man. I, that is that is my that is my take on this division. I, I think um I think Kansas City comes in second. And I know they lost Tyree Kill. They drafted Sky Moore, supposed to be this burner down the side. They got Juju over there. Kelsey's still, you know, still great until he's not. You know, he's getting a little older, but Gronk was doing it for years. You know, um, I, I still believe in Kelsey. I know they lost Tyron Matthew to the Saints. So the defense might have some other questions on that side, but I, I'm just a big believer in Andy Reid. His play style, his yeah. coaching style, I think is almost unguardable. The walrus, um, the walrus provides every year, man. He's, he, he, he's yeah. Get your Hawaiian shirt on and enjoy the game, everybody. Hell yeah. Um, I, I, I think he, regardless of who the roster is, you know, even did in Philly, um, which obviously has some weapons and stuff too, but his play style, it, it, it's just, you just don't know how to, to game plan for it. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, he's he's constantly updating that. Like he, in, in he, off seasons and things, his installations are insane. Throughout you think the they're down on the two yard line, they're going to do a little, you know, shovel pass to the fullback. So you've seen it last week. Oh, nope. Sorry. He did end around two. Which whoever. is kind of amazing about actually that shovel pass too. Cause how many teams do you see doing that shovel pass to the tight end up the middle now? Like the so amount, many. The amount of times I watch the game and I don't even know where the ball's at. I can't imagine like what these players down on the field have no idea with guys in motion and fake exactly. handoffs. And it, it, it's just, you know, so that's why I'm giving Kansas City number two. Okay. This is where. I've, I've preached it enough already. I need to see it, right? I, I think I will give Denver third here um, because I with, do with believe— With the disclaimer of health probably, right? Oh, oh, yeah, I, I can. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, uh, I, I do believe they're going to struggle with that injury bug like they've done it year after year. Like I do agree with you that Judy Sutton um, are good receivers, but they've been injured. We, we know they're talented. We've not seen them be good in the NFL to the extent of um, being these top guys that, you know, just because they got Russell Wilson, I'm not shooting them up to the top. I think that's a little bit overreaction. I think it's a nice shiny piece at the quarterback, which, you know, obviously they've done it with Peyton and quarterback's the most important position. I get that. But Russell Wilson, now that Seattle, they're, they weren't as good as Denver. I will say that. But Russell Wilson with DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, did not have a great year. And I think Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf, to me personally, I would take that receiving core over Jerry Judy and Corden Sutton. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, w- I would definitely say that they're they're definitely more uh, stable, right? They've been in the league a little bit longer. They've definitely yeah. shown their ability. And I think part of that does come from Russell Wilson. But yeah, I think that the supporting cast in Seattle for him was just too much. I think that he's going to get just so much more over here in, in, in Denver. So that's why I'm kind of putting my stake in that one. But yeah, it, I agree. It, it's going to be interesting. Very well could be. I, I just, I don't think he at this point in his career is quite the game changer that he used to be. He doesn't run anymore. You know, they do have other good surrounding pieces around him. So maybe obviously it's not going to be fully on his shoulders, which I get, but just him as a quarterback, I don't think he just in this division, 
because it's just so tough, right? I, I'm, I'm just giving, I'm giving the notch, and any of these teams I think can finish first. But I'm taking the talent, like I said, with the Chargers. I'm taking the coaching with the Chiefs. That's why I'm kind of, you know, putting Denver at third, which, you know, then I got the Raiders, you know, last. I, I think, again, kind of like Derek Carr, he's been an MVP. He's been um, a great quarterback, but he's kind of had questionable receivers. You know, he's kind of almost had the pieces, but just not quite. Now he gets arguably the best receiver in the NFL, has been for years. I want to see, though, was that because Aaron Rodgers or is Devontae Adams just that good? And I do, yeah. think, I do think he is truly that good, but I don't know. It, it's kind of, you know, the whole Kyler and D-Hop thing, right? I, I think Hopkins was blessed with two great, well, I think Kyler's a good quarterback, but Russell, or Deshaun Watson back in his day was a great quarterback. I don't know if Derek Carr is on the same playing field as as Aaron Rodgers. I don't think we're going to see the type of passes that we saw in Green Bay. I think think it's going to be it's dangerous still. I think, but yes, I agree. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is the best pass. You know, he's the best passer in the league for sure. So that's why I'm just like, I do think again they could be a good team. It's unfortunate that they're just in this division. They this right. This is the AFC North of the past. Well, besides Cleveland, Cincinnati, I mean, um, where the, every team would just kind of beat up each other. These teams are going to fight, and it's going to come down. I think they're all going to have pretty similar wins. It's going to come down to those divisional wins, and I think that's what's going to edge out. You know, this, yeah, I, I think I, I think I, I think you're right. I think those divisional wins are, are definitely going to be big place in there, uh, especially for the for the third and the fourth team. I think it's going to be huge. So you know that pretty much uh, that pretty much wraps up the AFC for us here as we're finish up the AFC West. So I think we've got a, a good majority of teams that are, are that we that we selected the same, uh, but we do have some differences in there, and I'm excited to see them. Uh, I know some some of them are going to be a little more bold than others, but yeah, that's the AFC. Yep. So let's uh, let's hop into the NFC. Um, here, hold on, 